Blog Talk Radio. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. This is Dr. Brenda Wade, your modern love doctor. Everyone, welcome to the show. It is always so exciting and so much fun to talk about modern love because in the modern age, it can mean anything. We've got technology. You can date online, have a booty call if you swipe left or right. You can meet the love of your dreams, maybe, or meet your nightmare. So with all of that going on, one of the things we have to pay attention to is your health. Now, you're probably going, now, what does my health have to do with my love life? Excuse me, but if you're not healthy, you're not sexy. And you certainly are not going to be your most attractive self. And health has a lot to do with wealth. There's an old saying I want you to remember. When I becomes we. Even illness becomes wellness. Now spell that out. From I to we, ill to well, it means we need each other. And you all know that modern research shows that love keeps you healthy. All right, so that's why you're going to talk to somebody tonight who's going to knock your socks off. Today we're talking about the link between what you put in your mouth and what you put in your mind. Mm-hmm. Your mind has a lot to do with health. I want you to meet Sean Stevenson, the author of two books, The Key to Quantum Health. Ooh, one of my favorite words, quantum. That means it moves so fast you can't see it move. And the Fat Loss Code. He's going to be here with us this evening to offer valuable information on maintaining a healthy lifestyle lifestyle, everybody, and share fascinating stories on the food surrounding us. Now, let me tell you about Mr. Sean Stevenson. He's an Internet pioneer. He's a thought leader, the creator of the Model Health Show. He's featured as the number one nutrition and fitness podcast in the world on iTunes. He's got a university background in biology. Ooh, we have something in common. And kinesiology, Sean went on to be the founder of Advanced Integrative Health Alliance, which is a company that provides wellness services to organizations and people like you and me around the world. So it's really a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to find out how you can improve your love and your health at the same time. Welcome, Sean Stevenson. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on. This is amazing. Thank you. 
Well, it's really a pleasure because most people don't get the link between love and health, Sean. So tell us first about you because I know you've got quite a story about healing yourself from something doctors told you was a hopeless situation. Yes, yes. So uh, actually my, my story and my kind of entry into health and wellness began about 15, 16 years ago. I was 20 years old, and I was diagnosed with something called degenerative spinal disease. And with that, right, and with that, being a 20-year-old guy, my first physician told me that I had the spine of an 80-year-old, and that was pretty uh, earth-shattering for me because along with that came a lot of pain because, as you know, you know, our our sciatic nerves go right through our back and go down into our legs, so my legs stopped working properly. And so I had like a nervous twitch whenever I would stand up and a lot of intense pain. And I know a lot of people out there have actually dealt with this. And it was just difficult to get around. And and frankly, it was embarrassing, you know. So from that place, yeah, that's a character game with women, isn't it, Sean? Yes. So I'm at the club. (laughs) I'm thinking like a 20 year old here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm at the club. I still went to the club, but I had a back brace on under my shirt, you know. And so it just it, it didn't really resonate with who I saw myself as being. And I asked that first physician, does this have anything to do with what I'm eating? Should I change the way I'm exercising? And he literally looked at me like I was from another planet. He said, this has nothing to do with what you're eating. But then he wrote me a prescription to eat some pills, right? So this is the kind of wow. pill I'm dealing with. Yep. So this yep. has nothing to do with what you're putting in your mouth, but go ahead and put these pills in your mouth. And what we were doing from his conventional paradigm was just masking symptoms. And it was coming from an ethical place. He wanted to get me out of pain instead of asking what is the root cause of this. And so two and a half years go by and a lot of struggle, a lot of weight gain, a lot of definitely depression, you know, just kind of being detached from my well, potential. Well, pain makes and you depressed, doesn't it? Absolutely, you know, absolutely. Depressing. Oof. It's incredibly, I want everybody to kind of walk away understanding this and and just knowing that somebody else understands that when you don't feel good, everything in your life is a lot more difficult, you know. Everything in your life becomes more of a, more of a, a tough ordeal or, or a tough undertaking simply because you don't have enough energy because a lot of your energy is being siphoned mentally and physiologically to deal with pain. And so for me, Two and a half years later, I made a decision, and this is so important because most people never do this. I made a decision to get well. You know, for a lot of people, it's wishful thinking. Now stop right there for one minute, John. Hold on for a minute. Now hold on. You made a decision. Everybody, I want you to really take this in. Say it again, Sean. For me, I made a decision to get well. I made a decision to get well. You're tapping something so powerful because when we stand, and everybody, you know this, those of you who've been listening to Modern Love Radio, you know we talk about the power of the mind to make everything, whether it's your love life, your money, and here we're talking about your body, make your body well too. So if you want something to change in your life, I think, John's about to give a formula, everybody. Get out your pen and paper. Get out your mobile (laughs) device. Write this down. Make up your mind. That's the first step. Make up your mind. So what happened after you made it up, Sean? 
Yes. So for me, I'm a very big student of lexicon and the meaning of things. And so the the word decision is from the Latin day meaning from. Uh-oh, Sean, I'm sorry. The audio is getting a little bit iffy, or is that on my end? Help us out, Cliff, our producer okay. standing by. Cliff? I'm going to dial in. I, I think we're good. There you go. I think we're good. Thank can, you, Sean. I can easily... I can easily dial in from another number. You know what? I'm doing it Why right don't now. You, good. You keep talking because we don't want to lose a word of what you have to say because there's power in your word. And when you make up your mind and make a decision, I will have a healthy body. I will have a healthy, fulfilling love life. That's where I'm headed, everybody. You know that because I want you to have it all. And healthy love means healthy body. Healthy body means healthy love. We can't separate any part of ourselves from the other part. So, Sean, after that decision was made, what came next for you? Have we got Sean? We want the next step on the road to good health and healing because it's amazing to hear someone say, I made up my mind, and then I started on a different road. Because one of the ways we get where we want to go is we've got to stop doing what we were doing that created the issue. So, Sean, I know there were things you had to stop, and there were things you had to start to get to go a new direction. And we're holding tight here. Sounds like Sean is getting himself back on the audio, have we got him, Cliff? Come on, Cliff. And no, hey, Sean? Oh, by the way, yeah, everybody, I didn't tell you this. You can join the conversation. Let me remind you, join the conversation by calling us at 347-989-0776 and push 1 on your phone Cliff will call on you if you have a comment or a question. You can hit us back on Facebook, Dr. Brenda Wade. Tweet us at Dr. Brenda Wade. We can pick up your question any way you want to send it to us, and you can be yourself or be your friend who has a question. All right? So we're looking forward to hearing from all of you, and I want to tell you something. Most of you may not know that the number one cause, the number one cause of claims to health care plans, whether you're on Obamacare or any other kind of plan, the number one reason for claims is upset in your love life. People going through divorce make up a $65 billion problem. $65 billion in healthcare claims. So it's very important that you work on making up your mind to be healthy. And Sean, if you can hear me, say hello. Hmm, our wonderful guest. Let's get him back, Cliff. Tell him to dial in again. Now, I'm going to give you a couple of tips while we're waiting for Sean to get back with us. You're going to want to write these down. After you make up your mind, 
and you have a specific goal, remember that specificity equals power. When you say, I am healthy, I've made a decision to be healthy, you're putting yourself in the equation, and it's got to be present time. We call that a real-time affirmation. So I want you to work with this power of the mind. And I know Sean has got a lot more to share with us. Have I got you back, Sean? Sean will be with us in one second. Yeah, Sean will be right, right, right back with us. Yeah, hang in there. Okay, good. Well, this is great because I get to give some more tips about love because everyone who's looking for love, and I've had a lot of you write to me already in 2015 saying, this is my year for love. I'm looking for love. Okay, here's what you do. You stop looking. You say, I am love, and I have the love I want right now because it takes you out of being needy, running around looking for love. All right, Sean, I know you're back with us, and we're talking about love and health and how they're connected. So you made up your mind. What came next? Yes, yes. I'm so glad to be back. You you can hear me now, right? I've got you loud and clear. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, we're going to rock it out right now. Uh, so for me, really simply, at that point of decision, and by the way, you're such a professional. You're amazing. You're so good. Uh, but for me, at that point of decision, I'm a big I'm a big student of lexicon. And the meaning of the word decision comes from Latin, day meaning from, and kaidir, which means to cut. So when I made this decision to get well, I cut away any possibility of anything else except me getting well. There was no other way. And so with that kind of point of focus, so many things in my mind aligned for me to kind of figure it out. And I'm a very hardcore science guy. So I start to understand about parts of your brain, like the reticular activating system, which is like a heat-seeking missile. But you need to give it specific instructions. And oftentimes we're just saying, you know, I wish things would get better. I wish somebody would help me. It would be nice if, instead of specific things, you know, I want Whoa. this 30 pounds off of my frame. You know, <laughs> I want this 30 pounds. power. <laughs> yes. I love it. I want, this, I want this 30 pounds off of my frame. I want the pain gone. I want, as a matter of fact, you don't focus on the pain anymore. You focus on, I want my leg to feel good. I want my back to feel amazing all the time. I want great flexibility and energy. So you shift your focus onto wellness. Whereas That's when I it. went to school initially for pre-med, we, we had a very quick and, and, and pointed focus on disease and pharmacology, you know, symptoms. Mm-hmm. That's right. And what is that going to do? It's going to drive your attention to constantly looking for problems. And what's said is that, you know, if you, if you seek, you shall find, you know, so That's I was right. constantly finding that same thing. And many people, know that paradigm. They're living in that paradigm. So what I invite everyone to do and what I did myself was I focused, I focused on wellness and everything that I could stack in my favor to make health inevitable. And so for me, it was, it was really simple. And it always is. It really boils down to simplicity. Number All right, one, we're going to get the simple gonna, formula, everybody. Get yes. ready. <laughs> yes. So here's what it starts with. And this was close enough to my mental construct at the time not knowing a thing about nutrition. So the number one thing was movement. Your body literally requires you to move in order to heal itself. You know, and another great saying is that, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. 
And so all of my physicians, and I've seen four physicians at this point, and they all told me to be careful, don't do this, bed rest, wear this back brace. Not really understanding that my muscles would atrophy and that I would just continually get worse when they thought they were helping me to basically, again, treat a symptom. Particularly, there's an interesting animal study. And horses, when they break a bone, this is grounds for them to be put down or put to sleep. And so what they were doing was treating the horses to increase their bone density by giving them supplements. And what they discovered in the, in the study was that the horses who were walked, the horses who actually were walked daily, their bone density increased by taking the supplements. The horses that were not walked did not assimilate the nutrients they were giving them. Okay. All so right. You so what you're move. saying is it doesn't matter how many nutrients you take if you're sitting down. All right, couch potatoes, I know you're up. I know you're up right now while you're listening to Sean. You can listen to the program while, even if you're sitting down, you can start wiggling in the chair. Right, Sean? Absolutely. It's just, as a matter of fact, as I'm doing this interview with the most gifted um, interviewer, interviewer of all times, as I'm doing this interview, I'm, I'm at my standing desk, right? So <laughs> I've got this desk, and I, I've got it. It's called a very desk. And you can put it on top of your existing desk, and you can move it up and down. So I can sit down if I want to, or I can stand up, and just by standing. Wow! Also, course, All yes. right, that's so powerful. Just by that standing. Itself, Whoa! That that in of itself is very powerful and a very powerful tactic to have in your back pocket. But also, as far as pain, and one of the contributing factors to my back pain was the fact that I was docile. I was sitting a lot. So that shortens your hip flexors, right? It starts to kind of close off these amazing levers and pulleys that your body has and making your back tight as a result and painful because you're shortening your hip flexors by sitting so much. And also, if you're sitting for an extended amount of time, you start to become more insulin resistant. So what does that mean? Basically, you're going to be processing uh, your interaction with glucose far worse. So what is going to lead to the number one classic sign of insulin resistance is that little extra around the belly, right? That no matter what you do, you can exercise your behind off, eat this perfect diet, but you still got this going on. That's insulin resistance. Okay, classic mm. sign. All right, right? Now wait a so, minute. Break this down. Break this down. How yeah. does insulin resistance get connected to movement? That's what we need to know. Absolutely. So there's a couple of things. The first thing is understanding that. So insulin, number one, here's a huge takeaway for everybody. Insulin is your body's number one fat storing hormone. Okay. Slash, but by the way, when I'm saying fat, that's slash energy. Okay. Fat slash energy. You need insulin. It's a wonderful thing. It helps your cells to open up and to store potential energy. But when that process begins to become too abundant, that's when we get into this kind of spillover and we start to store excessive amounts of fat to the degree that your insulin sensitivity will start to decrease and your body will stop storing that fat. Okay, that now energy. hold on because I need to break this down. I need to understand. Okay. You're talking okay. to a bunch of us that are beginners. We need to know, mm. number one, when you move, you are burning more energy, yes or no? Absolutely, yes. Check okay. that box. And so we need to stand up. Check that box because when you're standing, you're using more muscles. That means more energy. Number two, 
we become insulin resistant even if we eat a great diet if we're sitting around. Is that right? Check that box. Okay. We've got two right so far. Now, the third thing is everybody wants to know, come on, Sean, how do you get rid of the love handles and the belly fat? <laughs> come on. Isn't that, isn't that the, the question of the ages right there? You know, yes, and it is. again, it really boils down to simplicity. So number one, I'm going to give the three, the three specific strategies. You do these three things, you'll see the magic happen. Number one is movement. Every single day, your genes require you to move. Okay, your, your DNA, the deepest core of what makes you requires movement. So the more, and I'm not saying you need to go and run a marathon. That's counterproductive in many ways. But just being active during the day like your ancestors were, you know, up uh, gardening or walking to see your, your loved ones, walking to the store, coming back and preparing food, just being up and being active more frequently. All right, that's step number one, okay? And if you want to get an A-plus in that category, then we add in some strength training. Okay, so actually Okay, now wait. for people who are just starting, if you're just starting and you know you haven't had an active lifestyle, maybe you're the, the person who's been what we call the couch potato, Sean, how are they going to start? I would definitely recommend, if you're coming from that place and you've been on the planet for a few decades, it would be advantageous for you to get a coach. You know, and you can get tiny packages, you know, very inexpensive packages to work with a trainer at a local gym uh, for maybe three sessions just for them to take you through and show you how to use the different equipment. I would highly encourage you to do that because strength training will give you an unfair advantage in changing your body composition, a.k.a. getting okay, rid of the belly fat. Okay, now hold on. Okay, because I, I know that there are people out there, because I just recently talked to a couple of people who said, I just feel like it's hopeless. Like no matter what I do, I'm never going to take this weight off because I've got this medical condition or I've got that medical condition. I have one person who said to me that she was born a diabetic and mm-hmm. that we said how she feels. So for yes. people who maybe even aren't even ready for the gym, I was working with a young woman recently from the Dr. Oz show, and she said she wasn't ready to face the gym. She couldn't face people yeah. seeing her at the size she is. So start with baby steps maybe for people who aren't quite ready for the gym. Those who are ready, go to your strength training, get on the weight, do what you need to do. I'll be right there with you. But if you're not ready, what's the baby step? The baby step is definitely, first and foremost, the best form of exercise is walking. Mm. by far okay and this is out of everything out of every single exercise that we can come up with as human beings which there are thousands we know for certain that the one thing that the human body is designed for is walking okay everything else is a guess everything else is kind of play you know squatting yes we kind of squat sometimes to get down pick up stuff but putting a barbell on your back that's not necessarily natural movement but walking Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. Okay, so everybody, you can walk. Even if all you can do to start out is walk down the block and back, by the time you keep it up one block a day for a week, you'll be able to go all the way around the block. And I have a friend, those of you who heard the show that we did toward the end of last year, 
where we were talking about weight loss with the lady who was on the Dr. Oz show and another friend that I invited who lost 100 pounds and kept it off now for over five years. And you know what, Sean? She did exactly what you're saying. She started out first by walking. Yes. Yes. It's, okay, so we got, right, we got the first thing. We've got movement. Yeah. What's next? So movement is number one, and because it's the most approachable. The second thing, and this was huge in my own healing process, and because of this process, me doing this as an individual, I've now impacted the lives of hundreds of thousands of people, you know, and this is where it really, this is where we get to, to kind of the master class. You gain mastery over this, you gain mastery of your life. And the second component is you are what you eat. You are what you eat. So what does that even mean? Well, number one, every single food that you eat, everything immediately impacts the way you think, the way you feel, and your physical body. Every single cell in your body is getting information because food is not just food, it's information. Okay? Food is not just food, it's information. So what we want to do as a more intelligent individual, is to put highly intelligent information into our body. Okay, so what foods are going to provide that kind of information? Yeah, not I've never be heard that before, Sean. Food is information. Okay. That is really interesting. So, All right, so we want to give the body some good information. What does the body need? What would the optimal diet be for those who are interested in getting off the belly fat and the love handles and the jiggle wiggle? on the booty. <laughs> well, what we want to do is we want to bring foods that have, like I said, this intelligence in it. What does that mean? So foods that have infused in them already by nature, vitamins, minerals, amino acids. So these are essential proteins, essential fatty acids, and essential. Now, what are those foods? Because most of us aren't speaking your language. What are those things? So these things are very simply foods that you can recognize where they came from. And, Dr. Brenda, this is what I do as well. I make stuff very simple. So hear me and follow me. Very simple foods that you can actually recognize where they came from. So if mm-hmm. I was to come into your kitchen, and I'm from, we'll just say I'm from an indigenous tribe somewhere, and I've, I've never seen, like, conventional society, and I come into your kitchen, can I recognize where your food came from? So you take me over and you show me your fruits and vegetables. And I'm like, yeah, that looks familiar. We have fruits and vegetables. Then you take me over to your refrigerator and your freezer and you show me your, your meat, your animal foods. And I'm like, yes, we hunt animals. Then you show me the nuts and seeds. I, I, yeah, I recognize those. But then you take me over to the cabinet and you show me the Doritos. Then you show me <laughs> the, 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 the Funyuns, right? You show me the Captain Crunch. Oh, That's where the disconnect happens. That's where I no longer can associate that with nature. And another here's All right, one so that's in the gray area. All right, so if it's not on the Dorito tree, we should not be eating it, right? There are no little triangle cheesy um, things dangling down from trees anywhere. But here's All something right. in the gray area that a lot of people miss. This is important. When you see that loaf of bread, can you recognize where it came from? Does it resemble a strand of wheat? Okay. Now, I'm not saying that this is bad. I'm not saying it's a bad food, but this is in that gray area of, if you really want to play at a high level, you eat the foods that you can recognize where they came from. You can no longer right, recognize All right, everybody, you've got from. it. You've got movement, eat foods you can recognize. 
Now, Sean, I know one of the things that's very important that most people never talk about, we have got to talk about, and this is crucial. Crucial. Oh, wait a second. We have a question. Hold on. Let me just take the question. All right. This came in via Facebook. Oh, all right. This is a classic question. My husband won't go to the gym. (laughs) He comes home from work and sits in front of the TV every single night. What should I do? Yes. Are you ready for this? Are you All ready right. For Let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right. So here's the thing, and I've had the opportunity to work with, you know, a couple thousand people uh, in, my, in my own practice, and this has been a consistent theme, you know, uh, especially when one, uh, one part of a, of, a, of a partnership is focused on improving their own health and well-being and the other partner is being in a bit of resistance. It can be very, very hard for you, especially if you love them. You know, so here's the thing about us guys. Number one, we do not like to be told what to do. Right? Oh, we do no, not like God, to be told what that. to do. <laughs> I know, you're right. So, you know, but so the grave mistake is just saying, you know, you know, you really should do blank. And that's going to meet resistance. Okay. It might not be blatant, but it's going on in our psychology. So here's the other thing about guys. We love to feel like we're right. We love to feel like we came up with the solution. So here's the ninja tactic for you to basically encourage. All right, ninja encouragement, everybody. Ninja (laughs) encouragement, the sneak approach. You put on the black suit, come over the roof, and bam, you've got it. Okay, what is the sneak approach, Sean? All right, so here's what we do. You've got to create the conditions that he feels like he came up with the idea himself he you have to create the conditions where he finds his own inner inspiration and there are many ways this is where you have to use your deduction as a spouse as a woman who's been in been in his life did you say what seduction? does he really desire did you just say seduction yes i said All deduction right. but i said deduction but seduction's apart here it is so you've got to find out what his trigger points are you know so it might be All right, Sean. something okay, he desires Sean, i'm sean Sean, you're talking to the love doctor. We all know what his trigger points are, okay? Yes. We all know what he desires. And that's movement too, isn't it? How many calories do you burn during sex? You burn a lot. Okay, (laughs) good. Different different studies, but basically it's generally going to be around 200 calories uh, Mm. for the average session, all right? And that's a pleasurable session, you know? It's not like something that is outside of somebody where they have to go and go to a place. It's just right there within, you know, that intimate connection, you know? So that is a powerful trigger. And, and oftentimes women don't really step into their power and understanding the influence that you have over us. It's not, mm-hmm. we do not want you to tell us, we do not want you to tell us what to do. We want you to use your feminine energy to basically to guide us, to, to, to show us what to do. All right, so for the person who wrote that question, the answer is seduce him into going to the gym because you tell him, baby, you are so sexy when you're moving like that. I love it when you sweat. How about that, Sean? (laughs) There you go. You're you're, you're barking up the right tree. Okay, now talk about sleep. Because this is something very few of us think about when we think about health, fitness, 
Yes. Good love. And yes, good sex, everybody. Let's cut to the chase. What does sleep have to do with it? Yes. So this, so this is that third component. of It's basically a trilogy of you having the body and the health that you really want. Number one is movement. Number two is nutrition, right nutrition. Number three is sleep, high-quality sleep. And actually, my, my latest book is the number one bestseller for seven months, and it's called Sleep Smarter. And we really dive mm. in because I found that this was the missing component in so many of my patients' lives and seeing them coming in, eating a great diet, exercising oftentimes too much, but they were lacking or they had problems in the sleep and stress departments. And you can, under, you can eat your way fat, you can under-move your way fat, and you can under-sleep your way fat. So this is very important to understand. Right, so, so under-sleeping one, can make you fat. If you are not getting enough sleep, it makes you fat. Wow. All right, everybody. So there, Take a note. There was now, a wonderful is, study. What is high-quality sleep? Just define that for us. Absolutely. So sleep is really, it's quality over quantity. It's one of those things that's quality over quantity. It's like timing and investment, okay? If you invest a lot at the wrong time, you get pain. If you invest a little bit at the right time, you can reap some serious rewards, and there's a money time for sleep. And what the research indicates is that between the hours of about 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., you get nearly twice the hormonal benefit of the sleep that you're already Whoa. needing to get in the first so place. So night owls, so, night owls, and I'm one, I raise my hand. I love <laughs> staying up at night, Sean. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. And I usually go to bed about 12. So I'm robbing myself of about two hours of the high-quality sleep. Is that right? Of the money time. We call it money time sleep. Now, here's the thing. There are, ways, there, are, there are ways around a lot of this stuff. It's just respecting the laws and trying to find your graceful spot in it. So you're still, if you're getting to bed around midnight, you're still getting two hours, according to the research, of that money time sleep. So, but here's the other part. There are many other things that you can do because it's quality over quantity. At no point in the book do I say you need to get blank hours of sleep. You need eight hours or nine, whatever. It really depends on you as an individual. And what we really want to do, here's the key, Dr. Brenda, here's the key. You want to trigger your body to get into stages three and four deep sleep more often. That is the secret. Okay? You want to get your body into deep sleep more often because there's basically, just to make it super simple for people, there's REM sleep. So people might have heard of this before. That's rapid eye movement sleep. This is where you're basically dreaming. And then there's non-REM sleep. Okay, and there's some different stages, but these are just going to keep it simple. Non-REM sleep, this is the most anabolic state of sleep. Anabolic means building up, repairing, anti-aging hormone secretion, making you younger. This is where the, quote, beauty sleep comes from. Okay, Ooh, so there are certain things you can do. Beauty sleep. All right, we all want to be younger and more beautiful. So we want beautiful, younger, and bootyful too. So this is where we get it. Money, sleep. Money. Now, you yes, know everybody so wants to be beautiful. Absolutely. Shout and you know what beautiful is. J-Lo, of course. <laughs> so All right, everybody, now key. make a note. This is so important. Most of us are hearing for the first time that sleep can help you not only be healthy, feel good, but it can help you lose weight because there's a lot of repair 
and detox and all kinds of good things going on during money sleep. So make a note. Make a note. All right, now take us home. Sean, what is it that you want to leave us with tonight? And by the way, everybody, I want you to know that you can check out Sean Stevenson. I'm going to give you his website. It's the Sean Stevenson Model. The Sean, that's S-H-A-W-N, Stevenson Model, M-O-D-E-L, model.com. He's got two books out there, Run, Don't Walk. You know, we're big on books and having resources on this show. You need coaches. You need books. You need classes. We all need education. Why? When we learn better, we do better. All right, so you want to get the key to quantum health and you want to buy the fat loss code, both by Sean Stevenson. Put those in your library. Make 2015 your year to have great health great wealth and you know we really want you to have great love so sean what's our takeaway tonight awesome thank you so wonderful um the the the, the takeaway really is to decide you know to make that decision to get well to make that decision to have the a body that you truly love and no matter where you are right now getting the body that you love starts by loving the body that you have you know, so really giving thanks and appreciation for the amazing gift that you are, are, are gifted with right now. You have the capacity to feel. You have the capacity to take action. You have the capacity to think beyond where you are right now. And if your mind can go there, your body can follow. You know, so oh, I like that. I like that. If your mind can go there, your body can follow. Those are great words, everybody. Take those in. Sean Stevenson. We are going to have you back again because I know there's so much more that you want to share with us. So everybody, grab Sean's book, get to his website, theshawnstevensonmodel.com. And if you're interested in really having great love this year, join me for the Modern Love Retreat. We have a two-day private retreat coming up. Get me back on Facebook you can email me at love at docway.com. And we might have some of Sean Stevenson's books in the room because I know that if your body feels good, your love life and your sex life are going to feel good too. All right. Everyone, thank you so much, Sean Stevenson. Thank you to Cliff Dunning, our associate producer. Thank you to Mr. LeGrand Green, our producer. And thank you, Modern Love audience for making love so good. Blessings, everybody. 